Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, folks of all ages, anybody out there listening to us. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to the Long Lost Heroes uh, episode. We are wrapping up the premiere of the third Disney Plus Marvel installment, Loki. Today on the podcast, hi, I'm AJ with my good buddy out on Long Island, Frank. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. It's great to be here. Uh, Yeah, brand new show. We literally just watched it. We're recording same day so we can get it out to you folks, our thoughts and our reactions as fresh as possible. I haven't read a thing. I don't know the buzz. I don't nothing. What do you know? <laughs> you know, I haven't really looked at the buzz. I know that they, um, you know, they announced that, uh, of course, as I call everyone, ladies and gentlemen, they announced Loki is gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it really just seemed like this is a celebration for Tom Hiddleston. I think that's what's about to come in the media. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, similarly to how Elizabeth Olsen put on such an incredible performance and then we saw, you know, both Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie, I think this is going to be in a similar vein. Um, and I hope that it kind of does take over the world. Uh, I just want to say a quick shout out. If you've never listened to us before, uh, we've been doing this for a couple of years and we have a whole backlog of episodes. So you may see our most recent episode was actually talking about the Avengers because we've been doing what Frank and I call the great rewatch, which is where we've been looking back pretty much at any of the superhero, you know, movies that were very salient to us between the years 2008 and the present day, um, kind of covering over things that we went, uh, and looked over. So just catching you up. If you want to go back and listen to those episodes, that's great. Today, this is just for Loki, and yeah, I, I, a really a, a captivating and interesting episode. Sure, and and I feel like our lead up where we covered Thor and Avengers uh, was very appropriate. Um, and just a side note, what AJ was just saying, we have episodes on Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame. So we've covered those back, and so that's sort of the other history that's coming into this episode. But it's sure. you know, Loki... While he's a side character, he's definitely had more to do in the MCU than like, you know, Scarlet Witch and um, and Falcon. Like those guys felt like side characters. Like Loki has been so like front and center uh. for a while, and it's kind of awesome though that we're getting this whole other like kind of alternate universe take. Well, not alternate universe. We'll get to that in a second, but alternate history. Um, on Loki and just like just kind of what makes him tick more in depth than we've ever probably seen before. Totally. I mean, just getting to spend that time with him, you know, and where we're at with him now, like he's definitely he's got a definitely a high Marvel movie count of the main characters. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think it just it's all on on Hiddleston, you know, the idea that Loki would go on and be this important, this prolific. Like, I, I mean, that's got to be because of the love that he gets from the fans and yeah, the commitment and the performance that he gives it, every single time. It's him. It's it's him. Like Loki, right? Great character from the comic books. It, it's just like sometimes you you strike gold with with the ones that you you bring to screen. Like, I mean, people love Wolverine for sure, right? Like, but like sure. Hugh Jackman like elevates him. Like, same thing here, and and Iron Man. Like, obviously, we talk about this all the time, which which actors like really embody the roles. But like, can you see anyone else as Loki? Maybe no, Matt Damon. Definitely a hundred percent not. <laughs> it's only it's only him and Matt Damon. That's like, yeah, I guess Matt Damon. But 
even just just the reality that like this whole um god of mischief thing was a core like part of this episode and we and i I think it was kind of true to form you know and there's i don't know man i really enjoyed um like where they're going with this i think this is definitely like off in a new direction i don't totally said to shayna like this is gonna get pretty heady so like hang on yeah um because this is like the tva the time variance authority like this is some real like fifth dimension shit, yeah, you know, yeah. and it, it, this is some it, this is some interstellar stuff right here. Absolutely, and and the thing is that they what they did here was they said, "Hey, you saw Avengers, right? Like a bunch of years ago. That was a huge movie. Well, Loki's been around a lot, and a lot of things have been happening. If you haven't seen every Avengers movie, here's what's going on. They told totally. us everything." Which which is helpful and it's also like really helpful for the character because we're he's learning kind of what his future was supposed to be and because he's a variant and like I I don't want to say too much more before like throwing up a spoiler warning like he has to learn and kind of understand everything um, but you're absolutely right it, it's going to be very heady and and I think a little mind bendy. <laughs> Um, I, I know you haven't watched it, but DC's Legends of Tomorrow is another show that is very much like centered around time travel and like the main plot of the original, like what it was and not, not necessarily what it is now was a very similar concept. They had the, the, the time, uh, I think it's the time bureau. It's a different name, but, um, they have a <laughs> some di- bureaucratic They It's basically the same concept that they like manage the timeline and you know fix all the you know the 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 not that they don't call it variance but they call it something else like something that it's a, a glitch in the timeline a glitch in the matrix yeah yeah you know that's interesting um it i think it this example is going to really work perfectly for marvel because you you're so in tune with what the movies have been so far so like in order like or for them to do this in the comics, which I think in the comics is like, it's definitely headier and, and more out there. And, you know, you have more characterization in there. This is like, we have to break this down for the masses and kind of explain to them what's going on here, because really we're entering a new phase of the universe in which now, and like, we're going to build more to that. I'm sure in the next coming years of like the, the timekeepers are now who's in charge. <laughs> yeah. um, and that, I'm sure that the TVA is going to become much more significant. So if you're wondering, what is the TVA? What are we really talking about here? Well, we have to throw up a spoiler warning. 100%. (laughs) uh, All we're going to say is that, you know, I I was definitely intrigued by this episode. I wanted a little bit more. I don't think that, you know, I think the second episode will definitely be a fleshing out more of this world, and I'm excited to see that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in terms of the exposition in this episode, I mean, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 exposition. It's like I was very – it was very juicy, very exciting stuff for them to finally say, right? Um, Yes. So, yeah, go watch it. It's it's worth your time. There's only going to be six episodes, so you know you can stick with us every week. We'll be covering every episode, and um, yeah. So go away, come back. Um, I think we need to play a quick plot game. Probably not like super. Deep. Sure. Um. So Loki 
uses the space stone to transport himself someplace, at which point he's apprehended by the Time Variance Authority for being a Time Variant. Um, he is then brought into TVA headquarters, where he is um, uh, tried for his crimes um, until he seems to be of use to some uh, character named Morbius, I think. Mobius. Detective Morbius. Mobius. Mobius. Which, um, like, Mobius strip? Like, time travel? Endgame? Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, you want to try? Um, no, I think that. No, I think you I nailed it. it. It's good. fine. <laughs> you I nailed think, it. I think I nailed that pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the look and feel of this show, you're right back in the MCU. You're in the moments in Endgame. I think that was one of the things that we saw in Endgame that, like, maybe they had already kind of announced that there was going to be a Loki show. Mm-hmm. And we were like kind of concerned about like how that was going to fit in, and like once this moment happens where Loki picks up the Tesseract, like you know immediately from that moment, it's like okay, there he goes on his own adventure. Yeah, yeah, we knew at the time. You're absolutely right. We didn't know. Um, so to for them to like put all that at the beginning <laughs> and to like over the opening credits, kind of hear Thor be like, "Loki, where's Loki?" <laughs> like, right, exactly. Love it. Uh, that's the, you know it's definitely an interesting choice. I like that if we're gonna do the time travel stuff ripples, that they're gonna do like the Back to the Future rules and just reuse that footage. Yeah. Right. What's interesting is like even in Back to the Future too, like Crispin Glover wouldn't be in the movie, so like that guy who plays um, Marty's dad is not the same guy because <laughs> uh, he said no. Right. Um, but no, they can just use this. They own their likenesses, I'm sure. So yeah. no problem. Um, so when he gets arrested, I was, you know, it's really interesting because he's such a powerful person in this world. And it, the power set that these guys have, like, to control time is it was just it was very funny. <laughs> very, very funny. Um, I also feel like the aesthetic that they're, they're setting is kind of in line with Ragnarok. Like, maybe not quite white so much but like it's got that like retro feel to it um and yeah so, and so for them to flip the script and like him to be the one that gets captured this time whereas like in ragnarok thor gets captured <laughs> right it's yes. ca- kind of funny and it's like yeah i mean they claim they're gods but they are they are they have limits and so <laughs> for the right now the thing that's like still a little unclear, and I'm hope, I'm sure we'll learn more. It's like it seems like the time variance authority is somewhat based on Earth or something. Like it it feels like it's like we don't know like where they are. I guess they exist out of time or something like that. But they have to exist out of time in 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 what used to be called a tesseract <laughs> um mm-hmm. which is like a place in the fifth dimension like beyond time right yeah uh but where i think in the comics if i'm and if i'm not mistaken please correct me uh kang the conqueror yeah. is one of the uh timekeepers and he's you know kind of this you know it, in the comics, I think he's the son of Iron Man, but I think they'll change that this time. Um, yeah. Whereas he's just like this very powerful superhero and lives very far in the future and has this kind of you know unique small micro world that he kind of carries around everywhere. And well, and we know it, Kang is coming. Kang is in right. In, it's got to be in Quantum Mania, Man in the Wasp 
three, I guess you'd call it. But yeah, uh, and, and I was kind of curious if they were teeing him up here, uh, but it, it doesn't seem like it. At least it not doesn't yet. seem like that either. I and I'm excited to talk about what what I think they're teeing up, but I, I think really where we are in this episode is looking at um, you know kind of really who Loki is before we can go forward. They did this very much so in Falcon. Yeah. Um, where we're really meeting our characters, um, you know, in their natural habitat in that show. This time we're meeting him kind of in his um, captured state. Very, you're right. It's very similar to Ragnarok. Um, yeah. You get to the know look and feel inside the TVA is crazy. It really is. Right? Like, it... I feel it's like retro, but it's not. It's retro. It's futuristic. It's it's massive. I mean, it. You know, like for for Loki to be like surprised <laughs> and be like, "This is magic." No, it's not. This is real. Is like right. And he something. was on Sakar, which is crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was. It's a that is is wild. But like the screens, the animation is very interesting. Um, Miss Minutes, who explains the. I mean, that's like all right. That's going to be some very important footage. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be going back to this for like a decade, probably. Because probably, yeah. Probably. I love that it's like 50s style, like uh, animation here. It's like really retro looking and it feels like your old cartoons. Um, it's great. It really, it's very, very captivating. I, and I, I'm going to try to say what she said and you can correct sure. me if I'm wrong. So basically, there used to be a multiverse. These, it collapsed. These, yeah, there was this war, this multiversal war, and it collapsed. And these three beings, these timekeepers, decided to make a single universe timeline, the, the the desired timeline or whatever they call it. And they created the Time Variance Authority to basically keep everyone in check and going according to their plan for how the universe should should proceed. And if anyone strays outside, they they use these time variants, TVA agents, to capture them, get them back on track, or eliminate them completely because they don't want branches of the multiverse. They've said it, the right. M-word. Finally, the other M-word, but this M-word is important. Yes, it finally feels like the multiverse is very much so confirmed here. Um, yes. And I'm very excited to see where they go go with that you know i think we were kind of you know we knew that this was very much coming with this show but i and we thought it was really coming with scarlet witch but who knew we thought um, it was coming with the last spider-man movie but who knew uh, um and like yeah. they i mean we know kevin feige says it's important it's going to be a big part of phase four it's in the title of the next doctor strange film like they now we're finally jumping in and I'm like, I'm excited for the end of the podcast where we speculate, but it's here. We know right now there is not a multiverse. Everything we know about the MCU to date is there's one timeline. Yep. And, and that's really just like very definitive and, and good to know. Uh, it's a I good line the in the sand. Thing. They, they're, they're yeah. covering their bases. They're saying, okay, we're, if we're going to do this, we're starting fresh and then we will tell you all the things. <laughs> right. We have to, we have to get there first. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd like the look and feel as Lo Loki's moving through like this new kind of prison that he's never been in before. I like that he can't use his powers. 
Um, the trial sequence I thought was, you know, very interesting because, you know, what do you do if you plead not guilty? <laughs> like, what happens? Yeah, he's already seen someone, like, melted <laughs> in front of him. Right, like, totally melted. You, you don't want to... Yeah, you don't want to mess with these guys. They clearly will just kill you whenever they want. They they, they don't care. It's in their it's in their best interest to kill you. Right. Um, you know, I did them find saving this, you is nice at best. I did find this episode pretty funny, actually. Like, it, it was. It, it was. It, it's written funny. It's written funny. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, like, because he's a straight man, like you know, he's always going to be like, but I'm your guy, blah blah blah, and like for him to like get chipped down little by little throughout the episode is great. Um, but like not more so until like Owen Wilson shows up because we love him. He's here. The tone just so changes. Yeah. Um, it's amazing to me that it took Owen Wilson this long to turn up in any of these superhero projects that yeah. have happened in the last 20 years. Um, but yeah, what a fucking welcome sight for sore eyes. He is. I think he's great. I think he's pretty funny so far. I like his characterization. I like kind of a grizzled, older Owen Wilson. He's not blonde-haired Hansel, you know, <laughs> from Zoolander. Yeah. Uh, and he's like a... He's getting to be a little bit of a badass here. I think they wrote this... They paired this well for him. Yeah. Uh, it, it was also good on Marvel to say, like, we need somebody who can hold with uh, Loki, with Hiddleston... Um, that is also funny, uh, but that will bring you into this series and, and like give you kind of something for him to like, you know, battle against. Um, because it didn't feel like there was any like villains hinted at in this show. Like even with Falcon, we knew, um, you know, the face, the flag smashers were coming. Right. Exactly. And so teasing the, the fact that it's going to be like almost a buddy cop sort of situation. Yes. Is great. I mean, yeah, we had that just now with uh, with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like they're they're always like teaming up, fine. But like this is this is even more like reluctant hero with other guy. Like totally, you, you take and a villain and you make him good. I mean, we've always seen the antihero in in Loki, so that's that's a plus. Right, and and they and well. What I think is interesting, I really like the scene in the big room um, after Owen Wilson saves uh, Loki. And they go back to this room and they kind of go back and they play out all of the memories that like Loki would be able to have. But then they go a step further and they show him things that were like to come in his future. Oh, I was waiting and for it. I was waiting. I'm like, I better do it. They better. And I'm really glad they did. It was really interesting. It was totally different than how I thought that they were going to do it. I thought it would have been like, okay, so, you know, here's what you go on to do. Um, you know, can you do this? Can you not? <laughs> you know, because it seemed like they were more, you know, brass tacks here. Uh, yeah. With this kind of conversation that they're having, right, going over Loki's future, um, they keep saying that he can be like reset. What do you think reset means? Well, I mean, at first, I would my understanding would be like putting him back where he he jumped out, right? So, like, well, there's a, there's sort of two things we have to talk about. There's like him being reset, and then like when they reset the timeline. Um, but because like, would they just put him back 
in in Stark Tower right after he disappeared and like he like he never vanished and then he goes on to jail and then the events of his life play out and he knows none the wiser like maybe they wipey wipey his memory like the men in black but then there's this whole other thing that they have when they they go to these locations and they say okay reset it and they put this device down and all of a sudden it's like what are they doing like what happened like at the top of the episode where did he land um it looked like Nepal, but I don't want to be racist. Yeah, I don't. Could remember. have been Mongolia. 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 I think it might have been Mongolia. But so, what happens? Do they just like erase all those people? Like, do they just like not exist anymore? And then it like resets as if he wasn't there. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think it probably sets him back to Stark Tower, and I think that you know, but that's complicated because then. Um, uh, that's complicated because, you know, do they put him back with the Infinity Stone? Do they put the Infinity Stone back in the case? I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, I'm curious to, to see what they mean by reset. That, yeah. That's been very interesting to me. What's also interesting, um, though, is that not only are, are the, I guess it's not even just the TVA, it's like the timekeepers, not only are they like super fans of the Avengers, <laughs> um, because they yeah. want want them to like succeed here in New York, but they actively let them time travel. <laughs> totally, they let them time travel because they, in order for them to defeat Thanos, which in their plan is something that needs to happen, which I think is probably a good reason. <laughs> no, it is. You know, it's interesting. You know, to think about the way that the world will deal with time travel, right? Like, um, I think it was very. You know, it's. You had to bake it into the cake, and and they knew that this was coming, so you could kind of you know excuse it. I'm also curious to see if there's going to be more. I think there's just going to be more more time travel in the MCU, which is going to be a lot more prevalent. Yeah. Um, so, one thing that did not surprise me though was Loki escaping. <laughs> of course. And uh, once he escapes, he tries to go and find like the little evidence uh, locker guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, discovers a whole drawer full of Infinity Stones. Oh, my God. Such a great beat. Because, like, we have grown. Literally, all the podcast episodes we've been doing lately, we have the Infinity Watch. (laughs) Yep. And um, there we are. This is it in this episode. (laughs) Because They're all right there. Um, It's a big deal. But when you're here, they mean nothing. They're a bunch of trinkets and paperweights. (laughs) Totally. And, you know, it's crazy to think that in this, you know, new world of the TVA, I think that, you know, the Infinity Stones are going to count significantly less. There's now different powers at B. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how the Infinity Stones keep coming up. Right. Um, and if they're usable, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think that's they're going to have to they're gonna have to deal with this. Well, it, uh, Loki. Yeah, go ahead. I, what I was going to say was that it's interesting, interesting because in Endgame, the way that um, what the ancient one explains the Infinity Stones and the fact that if they take them out of the timeline, it's it creates like branches in the multiverse, right? That's the way we've understood it so far. And so maybe that's a reason why there are so many inventing stones here. Cause it's like the way people get become time variants. And they're like, no, 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 you can't do that. 
and they take it back and erase, erase everything. That's, I, that could be true. I mean, I feel like it's also kind of a way for Kevin Feige and everyone to be like, you guys have seen the Infinity Stones. They were fun, but we're going to put them away for now. We got to move on. We got to move on. They're not going to be important for a long time. Uh, I loved it. I thought that was that was phenomenal. Um, so then Loki gets snapped back to the old room um, and, you know, really kind of goes through his whole future and, you know, what's to come of his life, uh, that he fails, that he dies by Thanos. Yeah. Um, you know, that had to be rough. Uh, I don't know if even my therapist could describe what kind of trauma that is. Right. I mean, like seeing yourself die or, or seeing... <laughs> Seeing both of your parents and yourself die within like a couple of seconds and like the, the, what you're supposed to do. And it's like, this is my destiny. This is what I'm supposed to go back to. Yeah. Right. Of, of course he's emotional. And like, of course he's laughing at the end of it because it's like, no, no, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen to me. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that doesn't happen. Yes, and I think it was so interesting of them to make D.B. Cooper that thing that we've seen in the trailers <laughs> um, into a kind of an aside joke. It almost seemed like a family guy joke. Uh, you really know? did, yeah. You know, where you're like in the middle of the episode and then all of a sudden you're someplace else. <laughs> um, and it, it was really interesting, and I thought that, uh, you know, Putting it, it together that way um, was was interesting, and I'm I hope that we see more of these. Like yeah. that would be that would be very cool to see, like Loki just causing different mischief throughout time. Yeah, well, because um, like I think part of us thought that oh, he's got the space stone, he's gonna jump around and do a bunch of crazy stuff before he gets captured, but that's not what happened. And so for for us to see like actually like teenage or whatever Loki just jumping around and messing around on Earth. On it, like because of a prank or something is is really great and i really do hope we get to see more um but i think what they're teasing here is that it, in saying that the actual villain of this show perhaps is loki a different version of him maybe yeah. we get to see some like bad antics that he's up to not the one no, we're following true. You know, uh, I while this is all going on, they cut to different sequences. You know, one that's in France, one that's um, in fifteenth, six, excuse me, fourteenth century France, um, and you know, really they they keep jumping around. Um, they look like they're after somebody, somebody who's causing real trouble. Whereas you know, they kind of tell Loki like, "You're not even a problem. Don't don't worry about it." <laughs> um, but there are dangerous time variants that are out in the world. Um, yeah, man, I, I think we're, I think the major end scene kind of told us who our big bet is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's surprising. Cause like, again, I was like, maybe they're teasing up Kang. Like maybe he's going to show up here. Nope. No, nope. <laughs> there it's just a different version of Loki. That's like way more badass, uh, badass or, or crazy or, like we don't know what point of, of the timeline he jumps out and he for whatever reason decides to go wreak havoc. You know, they definitely left the show off with a good cliffhanger. I think that the this show felt like a full and complete thought in the way that the Wanda shows did. Um it 
whereas like with Falcon, you're always like, okay, there's a lot of information here, but huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, it, this has felt very satisfying and it was a fun watch. Um, and I think it looks on the same quality and scale of the MCU. It does. Which it had to because yeah. it's Loki. Right. It Absolutely. Couldn't, it couldn't it feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier because that's those are different level characters. Well, yeah. I mean, those are earthbound like they you know, they're not they're superheroes, but they don't and they have like earthbound superpowers. Like he's an alien. It, I think it makes sense for him to kind of be in this crazy outer space world that syncs up with like the Thor movies and Guardians to a degree. And yeah, it. it it's exciting. It's an exciting prospect to see where things are going to go. Um, I think it. I think it means a lot for Phase Four, though, because like we were just saying, multiverse. But like, I don't know. Do you want to put money down now? Like at the end of this show, is the TVA going to exist or not? Oh, good question. Be yes. You think so? Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm just wondering because I feel like at least I maybe the TVA exists, but I'm wondering if like the events of this show cause a split and the multiverse like to start happening again. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Um, nah, okay. That's a, that's a good theory. Be- especially because... They're because already of, talking about a season yeah. two of this show. Yes, I heard that. So if, I heard if, that. if we know it's like, like, whereas like WandaVision was a complete idea. If this is like, okay, we're going to keep following Loki. Like maybe they resolve whatever conflict, but maybe the floodgates are open and the multiverse is now a thing, which impacts Dr. Strange and Spider-Man and everything else. We can come That's back good writing. next You're year. You're smart. <laughs> And say, okay, yeah. what's Loki up and Mobius up to now as as their buddy cop trying to save the day in the multiverse? Hey, man, from your lips to God's ears, man, that's a good, that's a good theory. Um, you heard it here, folk, here first, folks. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> um, all right. So, final thoughts. Um, you know, Tom Hiddleston again. Praise to him, his his acting chops. I think you get a great range here. You see him emotional. You see him kind Hilarious. of his, yeah, his his hilarity, his kind of uh, you know pre- his presence. He's just got this great screen presence, and like, of course, you want to bow to him. <laughs> like that's just who he is. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see more of it. I think it's it's crazy that we're gonna. It, he's just so big that we're getting a, a show six episodes of him is just amazing. Yeah, man. I'm excited to see where this goes. I think this was a very strong first episode. I really liked uh, the world building. I, you know, they did great exposition. Um, yeah, I think we're in for kind of a good ride, and it's going to be on Wednesdays this time. Wednesdays. Um, they they can control more of the con- the conversation around the work week. Hello, hooray. To whom? All righty. So this has been uh, a Long Lost Heroes podcast episode wrapping up the season premiere of Loki on Disney+. Plus. You can go and find us uh, wherever you're listening to podcasts, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, 
you name it, we're on it. You could check out our website, www.longlostheroes.net. You could check out our socials at LLH Podcast, at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, if you want to email us, info at longlostheroes.net. I am AJ. And I'm Frank. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks. We'll catch you next week. Thank you.